I, I desire to no longer hold on to fear and anger. I desire to no longer see myself and perceive myself and portray myself as a victim. I'm gonna start going in and doing the deep inner work. I'm gonna start releasing these things. I'm gonna start releasing these self-limiting beliefs. All of these things ignite these, these higher levels of source consciousness and technologies within us. You know, we can look no further than our physical bodies oftentimes because one of the ways in which is actually extremely challenging, but you know, when you look at it sort of just as it is, quite easy, begin to purify the body. Welcome to your awakening journey. Today's destinations include higher consciousness and actualized potential. If all ascenders could now please be seated in a comfortable meditative posture, we're about to ascend. You are now arriving at your host, Brian Henry. What is up, Ascenders? Welcome to another episode of Awaken, where we have conversations to assist you in ascending your consciousness and actualizing your highest purpose and potential. I'm your host, Brian Henry, and I'm a transformation coach and the founder of Together We Ascend and the Ascend Academy. And today I am super excited to be sharing with you this conversation that I got to have with intuitive channel Brooklyn Rain. But just before we jump into that, I have some exciting news to share if you haven't heard it already. These past couple episodes were the first that we've done in this new chapter that we've stepped into in which we've brought the show to being a live experience. With this, not only will you have the opportunity to be in the energy of these conversations as they're happening live, but you'll also get the chance to ask your own questions to the guests that we have on the show. All of these experiences are going to be absolutely free to join. If you're interested, all you need to do is head on over to the Ascend Academy's community platform to sign up, and it's here that you'll be kept in the loop of all of the gatherings, all of the Awaken Live episodes, everything that's taking place in this Together We Ascend community. And it's where you'll get the chance to stay connected with other Ascenders on the journey as we continue to support each other in ascending together. If you're interested in joining us on the platform and perhaps at a future Awaken Live gathering, head on over to academy.togetherweascend.com and join us on our communities platform. And lastly, if you're new here and you're interested in continuing to receive this content being created to assist you in your ascension process, I invite you to subscribe to the podcast or our YouTube channel, wherever you're listening to this from. And with that, what do you say we jump into another conversation on Awaken? This one is with Brooklyn Rain. Who are we and what are we capable of? These are questions that I know many, if not all of us, consciously on a path of spiritual and personal growth eventually begin to ask. Today, we are so very fortunate to be joined by someone that is here and able to help us explore greater depths to the answers of these big questions. Brooklyn Rain is an intuitive channel, heart oracle, and quantum field interpreter 
grip bridges the gap between the seen and unseen, as I'm sure we're about to experience through her direct communication with source. She creates a field that catalyzes alchemical shifts within the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual aspects of one's being. By doing so, she helps cultivate truly transformative spaces for us to reclaim our original divine blueprint and remember who we are. Have you had the opportunity to unveil the truth that you're an immaculate organic source super technology? Do you recognize the important role that the physical body plays in what we are calling, what most are calling the ascension process? There's a reason Brooklyn chooses to call it incension instead, and I think we're about to find out what that reason is. Today, Brooklyn is here to remind us that we are the powerful programmers of our divine source technology and carry within us codes that when activated, well, that part, you're going to have to stick around with us to find out. I share from personal experience that she's an absolutely extraordinary being as we've had the opportunity to get to know her and have her teach and share in the Together We Ascend community for the last couple of years now. We've had her on the podcast a couple of times. Uh, she's spoken at the Together We Ascend Summit, and she's also taught in the Ascend Academy's Activated Members um, community. Uh, so it's with great honor and pleasure that I yet again get the the opportunity to provide her this platform to to share the, the profound wisdom that I'm used to getting to experience through her. Brooklyn, thank you so much for, for being here. Welcome to Awaken. Thank you so much for having me here. I am so, so grateful and honored and excited to be with all these amazing beings here and to share in what feels like such a um, profoundly expansive, celebratory, creational energy that um, is flowing through uh, the human collective experience right now and, you know, and all the different layers of, of what that means. And uh, so I, I, I'm loving <clears throat> the, the omnipotence and the mm. omnipresence that everybody that's here and gathered is bringing forth and igniting in our, in our sharing. And, you know, would be remiss not to mention, and of course, I didn't know this in advance, maybe you did, but, you know, today is a blue moon a blue moon, full moon, and um, <clears throat> and that in and of itself is bringing uh, just yet another huge invitation to uh, you know how we can receive whatever is co-created in our connection field today, and how we are you know able to expand within our cellular technology, um, you know the divine grace and uh, igniting that comes through. So. Um, all that to say, I'm really excited. Really happy <laughs> <to have me. laughs> Beautiful. So before we uh, yeah. continue to explore the depths of that profound wisdom that I've uh, already touched on, and it seems you you already wanted to to get started with opening up, um, I first would like you to, to mention if there's any gaps or anything else that you'd like to add to to my introduction for you. No, um, it's always a a beautiful. Um, Yeah, it's, it's just, it's always so humbling and uh, beautiful to receive someone else's uh, love and expression, uh, you know, and of, of you, right? When, when we're put in that place of, of receiving, um, it, it brings forth 
um, awarenesses of how um, how we can open up to receiving even more. And um, so, in other words, it, it's uncomfortable to have someone share, <laughs> uh, or has historically been uncomfortable to have someone share an introduction and like you know talking about like oh what it you know what this person you know does and. Um, and, uh, but you do it with such a, such a tremendous amount of love and, and grace. And, um, and so, yes, no, I, it was beautiful. And thank you for sharing, um, the introduction. I'm glad you liked it. Uh, although I do want to add that I don't think there's anything I can say that will fully encapsulate, um, just the, um, the value and what I've personally received in the experience of, of connecting with and learning from you. Um, and again, I just want to say, I'm really excited for, for the rest of us that are here present to, to get to experience that too. Uh, so with that being said, I have my first question for you and it's why incension? Yeah. What a, what a profound topic of exploration again with, with mentioned all the, the energies that are flowing in and through and, and upon us and within us and around us. And so, you know, I, I don't know at what point on this, you know, journey of, of spiritual seeking and, um, you know, getting to know thyself more and more that it really dropped in into awareness um, that, you know, what we often have heard of as ascension, right, really kind of leads us many times and can lead us oftentimes into this quest of feeling as though there's something um, above us or outside of us um, that has the answers and the keys and the wisdom and the technology to igniting the greatest expression, you know, of, of, of ourselves, right? Our I am presence or however, you know, reaching enlightenment. <clears throat> and whereby, of course, we know it is within and outside and all around and everything exists simultaneously, right? Um, so it's, it's certainly not a linear concept, if you will. But when, when brought forth the expression of incension, um, it was being shown that it's this particular experience that we are being invited to participate in of course albeit all very uniquely so right we each have our own unique blueprints and designs of how we've pre-chosen and now currently are choosing you know how to express ourselves here in the human experience and and everybody's blueprint is is unique and everybody's um blueprint of incension or ascension within that total blueprint is unique. Um, and yet the overall collective invitation that is sort of the generalization, if you will, of this, this golden age of ascension in terms of, of, um, what the, one of the ultimate goals of it is, is to bring everything that is currently participating here in way of, of consciousness within the collective body, within the, you know, within the ancestral bodies, within the, the physical, mental, emotional, and spirit bodies of humanity, of earth, and all of its inhabitants, to bring it into its most accelerated, its most exalted state of, of crystalline divinity and union. Um, and of course, 
many have different um, ways in which they they perceive this uh, this system of of incension, this system of collective rising of consciousness, and um, uh, you know, which and within that comes the freedom and the sovereignty and and the resurrection of of existing beyond the veils of illusion, right? So. This is just one way of describing what is could be infinitely described, if you will. So here we are, and we're we're here at this time of collective invitation. And it's not to say that there haven't been other moments um, within the space-time continuum, within the evolutionary stages of of creation and existence of of Earth in its many names, um, most often now referred to through me as. Um, and many others as Sophia Gaia or Gaia Sophia, right? There have been so many different um, uh, blueprints, if you will, throughout the ages of different opportunities and invitations of ascension or incension. Um, But really more so how they've shown it is ascension during those times, which was the overall alignments, astrological, numerological, planetary, all, you know, the poles of the earth, etc. The overall alignments in previous periods of time when there have been assisting energies that have created invitations to, to, for, for beings to, to, to rise in their consciousness and become enlightened um, have not been in you know to to the degree and to the bandwidth of expression that now is through this age of aquarius and this age of golden ascension or incension if you will so whereas in those periods of time um the support the overall uh, energetic currency and positioning of the grids and all the different intricacies that go into determining what can bring forth an invitation for collective incension as is now we're not in a place of alignment and access whereby one could take all the layers and levels of the highest expression of their crystalline nature or otherwise expressed their monadic template or their Christos template and bring it in and sustain the overall um, vibrational bandwidth of that within the scope of the collective consciousness and within the scope of of the earth's consciousness during those pockets of time. So during those pockets of time, it was literally would have been, if you will, more appropriate to call it ascension because one would come in to have the human experience and, you know, and have all different threads of interface of, of, you know, experiences of polarity and, and so forth as we do now. And yet when they reached a certain pinnacle of, of their enlightenment, of their self-realization, the, the, the different bodies, if you will, of the physical, mental, emotional, and spirit bodies of both humans as the micro and earth as the macro were not supportive enough in nature to be able to sustain that high vibrational frequency within physicality. So one would ascend, they would leave their physical body most often behind. Now, as we know, there are always exceptions to the rules. And so there are some caveats there that came forth through certain beings, with certain beings. And for the most part though, this has been the case for for a long time. There have been periods of time that have supported, um, you know, variations of this. And there have been periods of time um, where some exceptionally, uh, 
we'll just say qualified beings were, were able to remain inhabited through some of the more dense layers and falling of human consciousness and remain for hundreds of years in physical form. Uh, but for the most part, um, and, and since we're talking about, you know, incension on a collective level, it, it was not supported to be called incension at the time. Now, fast forward to this now moment, and um, here we are, and we're in this very collectively supportive uh, system of, of whereby humanity, earth, all, you know, all beings, seen and unseen, have come into this profound invitation to be able to, to really go into the depths of, of all layers and levels of, of the technology in which we are and, and bring heaven to earth, if you will. So, you know, heaven to earth, what does that mean exactly? Well, I'm sure similarly it could be, it could be described in so many ways, but heaven to earth in terms of what we're referring to, in, you know, as incension is to bring those higher, highest expressions of our oversoul, of our monadic templates, of our highest source self expressed, um, you know, through the physical, mental, emotional, and spirit body, bring them in and allow them to ground and be present within a system of physicality. So remaining here as a physical expression of a human incarnate. Now, that said, once one attains, should they have chosen, predetermined, right, to, to embody their, their rainbow Christos template, their, their rainbow diamond body or their monadic template, you know, all of those things can kind of work together to describe a, a, a system of the embodiment of incension, enlightenment, um, being fully within a system of recognition, you know, I am the everything and the no thing, right? So we're now supported. And, 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 and when I say that, of course, now supported doesn't necessarily translate to every single human, you know, has the capacity in this very now moment that we're having this expression of, of co-creation to embody their, their highest monadic template and an existent physicality, but now meaning this now period of time, which as we're seeing the dissolves of, you know, of the, some of the illusionary um, veils of what space and time even means, right? Things seem to be moving, um, you know, much more rapidly, if you will. So the more that, we choose to uh, recognize and, you know, within whatever modalities of expression we feel called to, that we are limitless divine potential, you know, and that we have access and that we, we have continued access and growing access and growing frequencies of supportive nature to participate in this way then the, the more and more and more that now moment of supporting that incension, that embodiment of enlightenment within a physically expressed human form takes, takes place and becomes more and more and more accessible for, for the masses. Hopefully that made sense. <laughs> it's a big system of energy. <laughs>
any part of it that didn't make sense to to myself or anyone listening here i i think we're gonna flesh out together um yeah i think i want to hear you describe more um about what what the tangible effects of embodying this so there's a couple of terms there that you you threw in that i'm not sure if they're synonymous or different things um oversoul uh, monadic template um it seems that these are these are different ways correct me if i'm wrong of describing what what we're here to embody mm -hmm. yes exactly yeah there's just so many different ways and there it's not to say that they're different they're all interconnected they're woven so I just kind of use a lot of the different things will flow through. So as not to, you know, so it's to expand one into not getting too hung up on one particular mm -hmm. way of, of expressing, you know, that, right? To, to know that it's, it's all of those things, right? Um, kind of working together as, as a system of bringing us back into oneness. So monadic template, Christos template, and when the Christo, from my understanding in this now moment, when the Christos template, which is part of an overall framework, architecture, divine architecture of what is considered the monadic template. Um, and that is, is what our oversoul, in, in my awareness, what our oversoul predetermines as the, like the most exalted you know, divine architecture that we are capable and have potentialized ourselves to activate and embody in a state of enlightenment here as an earth incarnate. So, you know, the oversoul we can think of as like a mothership of, of our sort of our tiered um, individual expression as source. It, it, it's, it kind of hovers in, you know, and I use this to kind of paint a visualization, but we know it's not this linear. It, it hovers above and is absolutely present and active within every single moment of our, of our existence here as an earth incarnate. And yet in its totality, which from my vantage point, basically our oversoul is every single fractal of, of how our unique individuation as source, light and sound has expressed itself throughout all systems of infinite creation throughout all space and time, right? So that would be like trying to fit, you know, an elephant through, you know, a pinhole, right? <laughs> it's like, it's so massive and such, and holds such massive um, threads to your beautiful meditation and sharing such massive filaments and threads of creational source energy throughout so many systems of creation that, it would be at this particular point in the Earth's evolution and possibly at any particular point in the Earth's evolution, just far too, um, too much, uh, too high of a technology to bring into full participation within, you know, the limitations of, of these lower vibrational and lower, not meaning bad or good, but just lower, you know, lower meaning denser vibrational bandwidths that allow us to experience the richness of a, of a physical experience, right? Our oversoul is simply incompatible. Um, the technology is incompatible with the speed and sound frequencies to, to fully come in here. However, 
our monadic template is sort of like, you know, if you think about it in sort of in a fun way, like you're up there, you're as your oversoul, you're determining you want to come down into this earth incarnation. And so you and, you know, as your oversoul collective are like, let's create a suit, you know, let's create a super, you know, superhero suit, right? Which is our monadic template. It's our monadic template. It's the blueprint. It's the exalted state of, of our divine blueprint that, albeit could, could never hold the totality of expression of the oversoul you know, as a whole within this physical existence, is uniquely curated and crafted so that it can hold the greatest access of divine technology and advanced consciousness that we've chosen to come through and to you know expand into here on earth mm -hmm. while remaining in compatibility with wherever we are on a collective you know level of of um ascension or incension if you will which means you know to whatever so we in even now let's just take a snapshot to, to try to bring it into even greater sort of digestibility like let's say take you for instance if you were to try to override part of your blueprint, right? To say, nope, I'm going in guys, I'm coming, I'm coming home. I'm bringing my full, the fullest and highest expression of my monadic template that I've set out to activate throughout the course of this incarnation. And, I, I, and I'm activating him fully right now. It, it, it wouldn't be, compatible to it wouldn't um, likely be able to be expressed in its highest potential and its highest sort of most exalted state at this particular now moment in time due to the nature of how we come into this earth experience and we are very much influenced and subject to um, to the variations in the overall collective bandwidth of, of vibrational frequency of sound and light, right? So it's like we, we, we gear it so that we open and activate and become the invitation for others, but it's, it's this beautiful symphony of activate, integrate, await, allow the other activations to take place, act, you know, and, 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 and. So, um, so yes, so we come in, we have this, this ultimate expression of our um, ascension blueprint, our, our oversoul, our monadic template, and that, that comes in, and the more and more and more, what we're talking about, I think leading into talking more about today, the more and more we prepare our physical body and our mental body and our emotional body and our spirit body by cleaning out and clearing out old programs, by cleaning out and clearing out programs of you know imprints and so forth that um, are are moving at a, a, a an incompatible frequency a lower frequency that they're 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 void of the light um and the sound frequencies of the original source codexes that are inevitably showering within and igniting within each and every one of us uniquely right now so we've set it up so we're not going to blow any fuses that's another way to say it, right? We, mm -hmm. we, we, we set it up so that we can experience um, the greatest expression of our version of heaven on earth whilst 
trying to create, um, you know, to the, to the, to the most, for the most part, the, the greatest flow of, of ease within that, with great grace within that. And some people might say, well, that's not how my experience has been thus far. I've had a couple of massive crash landings and huge, you know, and we do, we do like to change it up and keep it exciting. So we do pop in these little pockets of like massive Kundalini energy flows and things of this nature, which can be a little bit disorienting and fuse blowing. But for the most part, um, you know, we, we create our divine design so that we move with the, with the nature, you know, the nature of the collective flow and the, the collective rising of, um, of consciousness. I think the last piece here that I want to, to put in place prior to getting to the, the practical, um, is, You've mentioned a few times now the the blueprint and predetermined was a word that you used in describing it. Um, my question is, what does the blueprint, our blueprints contain, um, and how much of it, what is and isn't predetermined and decided after incarnation has taken place, after yeah. we first incarnated? Yeah, I love that question, those questions. Um, so... More and more and more, it's revealed that that we have the ability, you know, as the the creators of the lens of perception, right? As as those who who truly do have access to free will, although you know we're in varying degrees and levels of participation with that uh, throughout these this experience here, right? Because um, of of the way in which things have been set up and programs and so forth, but we we have this 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 magnificent immaculate blueprint that we've predetermined you know and that we established prior to coming in here and it it doesn't necessarily mean within that pre-established blueprint that every single person that we're going to come into contact with as the unique individuation is woven into into that blueprint, right? It could be a certain level of of embodied criteria, um, you know, and coordinates, if you will, and programs that that we are meant to interface of a particular. So, you know, there there are lots of people holding similar combinations of of energies, right? So I may. Um, I may have set it up in my blueprint to come into this incarnation and, and connect with you specifically, right? Um, and yet I may have set it up in my blueprint to, to at a certain point in time to magnetize um, a person who holds a, a specific sort of um, ratio of, of programs and, you know, and imprints, etc., that mirror the experience that I've predetermined, mm. you know, so that I can have that experience that I can have, if that makes sense. So most of our blueprint is, is predetermined and we really wouldn't have it any other way as our highest source self and oversoul because we see it, you know, in the flow of divine perfection. Yet that's a really challenging concept for most people to to accept and to receive and to celebrate because a lot of us and in particular those that are gathered in these types of levels of conscious conversation at this particular point in time 
have come in to do some pretty heavy lifting for the collective of humanity, to experience some pretty deep depths of polarity and polarizing experiences, whether, you know, and there's a whole myriad of them, and we know what we're talking about here. So sometimes, you know, it's to hear that this was predetermined and pre-established is like extremely, you know, challenging for one to wrap themselves around and to accept because they're like, why in the heck would I ever, you know, like, I don't think so type of thing, right? But really, if we can come out of identifying, you know, with what, and this is part of, you know, of incension, like a big part of our ability to, to bring heaven on earth is to dissolve any identification with the victim victimizer matrices, which is like this massive system of, of separation. So if we can come into a higher sort of level of receptability and acceptability and resonance with, with our blueprint and, and really come and what that really translates to at any given point in time is come into seeing the divine perfection and every single thing that we've ever experienced and co-created in this lifetime, taking away the layers of judgment and this is good and bad, or this wasn't worthy and this wasn't, and we just embrace it as like the masterpiece of that it is. Then we access greater and greater and greater and greater and more and more and more rapid trajectory of, of the, you know, the soul and cell alchemy that is, that is part of our ability to come into enlightenment. Because now instead of resisting, we're inviting and, and we're like, okay, let me, let me try it out. I've tried it out this way my whole life of being like pissed excuse the languaging, but, you know, angry and really like not wanting to accept the fact that this, you know, has, you know, that these things were predetermined. Let me shift it and see what takes place. And a lot of times just in the playful shifting of it, because we just feel like we've tried everything else out and on and it hasn't worked. Like, whoa, okay, wait a second. I'm, I'm getting it now. This, you know, this was predetermined. So the more we kind of get into the flow of that, we stop judging ourselves. We start loving ourselves. We stop judging our parents. We stop judging others. We start loving them and seeing them as the gurus and like, you know, how the, the perfection of the, the, the villain that they've chosen to play in this and this and blah, blah, blah. And we just accept it for the divine perfection. We look for the nuggets of, you know, the golden nuggets of, of growth and expansion and opportunity, you know, and we start to get into that playful participation now we're playing out, now we're, you know, now the blueprint, our highest, most exalted blueprint is in the flow of coming in and coming home. And a lot of people, perhaps not everybody, but a lot of people that I connect with on, on a regular basis, then sort of get to a playing level, if you will, in this, <laughs> in this video game of, of life that we're in right now. You get to a playing field and a playing level of being able to transcend your blueprint and then you, and, and, and starting to write in some, some additional scripts, if you will, for, for participation. But really it comes to a place from, from my vantage point and what I'm shown at this point in time, it, it really, it, it comes into a deep level of acceptance and, and love and receptability of, of what is already here because there's so many gems and jewels in these blueprints. And if we come out of the vantage point of, you know, of seeing ourselves 
as the roles and characters we've played and more as the witnessing presence of the roles and characters we've played. And then we start to, to get to a place of pure ex receiving and acceptability of that game on. We're coming home and, and, and quickly, right? Because now we're not in resistance and now we're like, okay, let me, you know, and what's the worst thing that can happen? And, you know, and throw in the, you know, and we're the right, we write the script here, right? We're the programmers. So, hey, I choose to take full responsibility of everything that is in accordance to my highest divine blueprint here, in accordance to the highest divine law and order, right? Which then is perfect because if we're in some sort of battle with what we, you know, but of not being able to, to con, you know, conceptualize having chosen a particular experience and we just leave it up to our highest self to determine, did I actually choose that before coming in or not type of thing, right? If we did, great. And we're going to integrate it. If we didn't, you know, it will fall, fall away and melt away. I'm glad to hear you have already begun to segue into what we can practice in order to to allow for this this transformation to to take place. Uh, just to reiterate some of the points that, that I'm hearing is trust and surrender, um, and that I really loved about what you said is how, well, from how I interpreted that, brings us into a state of receptivity for for the, the alchemical transformation to to take place almost naturally. Um, so I think it's time to, to kind of get more into it. Um, how do we, yeah, I guess it, it really comes down to what do we practice? How can we, how can we best prepare ourselves and, um, allow for, for this incension process to, to take place? Yeah. Well, so, so we've, I think we've, you know, sort of determined in our, our, the qu questions and answers here that, you know, for, for what's about to be shared in terms of some low-hanging fruit, if you will, um, of, of participation is, you know, now I'm at this point, okay, I, I, I'm at this point of, of receptability and accepting that, you know, I have consciously and unconsciously crafted each and every moment of my experience here um, for the most part, right? And we know there's, you know, there's lots of, Lots of different things playing out in this reality and lots of different, you know, if you, if you look at it like a video game, you know, there's lots of, <laughs> there's lots of different characters coming in from the left to right. Some are, you know, are visible, others are sort of, you know, non-invisible and they're throwing in all different types of levels of difficulty into this video game, right? It's like, you know, these these systems of, of, of weightedness or like, wow, like, why is this so hard? Right. It's so there, it's, it's not very, it's not so linear. Like, you know, here we are. Yeah. Now we come into this place like, okay, I'm going to take full responsibility for all my thoughts, words, actions, and feelings that I've participated in. And it's not to say like all the sense like, whoa, okay. Now there's no interfering energies and nothing else playing, you know, no, it's, this is an intricate system here. We've got all sorts of beings that are like, let's throw some more levels of difficulty in it. Right. But if we just surrender and we come into this place, um, of, of curiosity and of greater neutrality and, and we really allow ourselves the spaciousness of, of identifying with our highest self, identifying as our oversoul, right? Having a human experience, having this earth, you know, physical avatar 
and navigating these, these planes of, of separation and duality, right? So, so those are kind of precursors, I would say, kind of getting into that place of saying, okay, I guess I created this whole system of, you know, and now I'm going to, to rewrite the script and, and, and do some things to, you know, to, to assist myself in coming into greater enlightenment and incension, etc. So one great place to begin is with our physical bodies. And, you know, and I think this is where the whole conversation kind of started. So often people are jumping out of their physical body, right? Um, and they're, they're, they're leaving, they're trying to connect with higher beings and different realms and all these things. And, and those things are all magnificent and we're part of those, right? Because everything exists simultaneously and we're having this experience right now, but we exist our oversouls are those higher dimensional beings, right? Or, you know, or parts of the creational fields of that. So we're not separate of that. But a lot of times we get we get carried away, and we're 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 leaving our bodies, and we're we're connecting with all these different beings and these realms, and you know, and but yet our deepest intention and our desire is to come into a place of awakening, right? Come into a place of enlightenment. Come into a place of you know, freedom and sovereignty and joy and love and all these things. Well, that, that takes place through the physical body in this time of incension. So it's leave no cell behind, right? Our, our incension process is bringing our oversoul, bringing the highest and most exalted states of access and recognition that we are source and that we're connected to, you know, so many different higher dimensional planes of consciousness, etc but to be able to access and embody that full awareness and recognition of it is to be able to, to transition our physical, our, our carbon-based DNA, our more, you know, sort of the denser um, DNA within and, and begin to transition it into our crystalline DNA. Um, and that can be a little bit confusing and there's a lot of different ways to describe what that is. And so really quick, I'll throw in, um, you know, a, a quick description of that, if there is such a thing, which is, you know, as we come in as this, as a one body complex, even though it, you know, immediately starts to get to a place of fracturing of that, where it feels like our emotional body and our mental body and our physical body and our spirit body are not a one unified field of, 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 cohesive intention and expression, right? But they are, they are, they always are. Um, but it's, you know, it's so, okay, so here we are. So we have, so we have this carbon-based DNA, right? And again, this is our physical DNA. And when we come in and we accept the invitation, as previously mentioned, we have uh, the ov like an overlay of coordinates of, of the collective um, experience to play out, like different lessons. We have the ancestral different lessons to play out that are the woven into our carbon-based DNA, right? And then we have our own soul's lessons that are, are also imprinted and woven into this carbon-based DNA. And again, this is a very simplistic explanation and we can go, if people have questions that arise to this, please you know, make note of them. We can go into deeper explanation if, it's, if it, we feel guided to in the Q&A. But so as, as this carbon-based DNA begins to ignite itself and express itself, you know, it, it's of denser format. Um, it, it, 
it's holding the you know sort of this this matrix of separation and duality it's it's largely facilitating when we first and this is changing of course with the brand new incarnates and stuff but those of us that are here we don't have any babies on this call that i'm aware of <laughs> so you know th that that carbon-based dna is holding primarily and and ultimately um the the dual wave technology so this this dual wave system of of light and sound codes that allows for us to hold ourselves within the veils of illusion seeing ourselves as separate oftentimes separate of source separate of one another right it allows us to fully facilitate and work within the veils of illusion and play out all these different roles and characters before we begin to um, awaken held within the spirit body complex and it's not this linear but i'm doing it for the sake of, of greater digestibility held within the spirit body complex is the crystalline dna potential our, our, ther our ethereal dna which holds our crystalline potential right and it awaits basically and has been awaiting our coordinates within our blueprint to begin to ignite where that shift takes place where we start to say hey wait a second there's more to this there's more to me than this experience of duality there's there's something else there beside my thinking mind oh wait i think i might you know and we start to have a greater embodied awareness of the highest self right of uh, something beyond you know the, the 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 daily ins and outs of participating blindly within this experience so as that takes place, we begin to ignite the communication pathways. And there's lots of other things playing into it, you know, different systems of like, whether it's meditation and different healing modalities and receptibilities and receiving of lights that are coming through and, 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 and. But for the sake of simplicity, we'll say all of those things are interfacing and playing. Our ethereal DNA, our crystalline DNA begins to to the, the, the filaments and the threads of communication between the spirit body complex and the physical body complex and all the bodies in between begin to uh, uh, communicate and ignite. And they begin to start to create the transition of moving us out of the system of identity as being, you know, a system of a, a dual wave system of black and white, we'll just say, or this and that, love and fear, and you know, and and all the other expressions of, of duality, right? And then it starts to ignite the tri-wave frequency, the trinity frequency of divine union recognized within. It starts to ignite that and it begins to rewire and reframe. How now I'm gonna pause for a second there, because so that's like a generalized description of how we begin to ignite our crystalline dna but how we participate right how what our level of participation is that can further catalyze this is okay i i desire to no longer hold on to fear and anger and you know i desire to no longer see myself and perceive myself and portray myself as a victim i'm going to start going in and doing the deep inner work I'm going to start releasing these things. I'm going to start releasing these self-limiting beliefs and so forth through the modalities of breath, through the modalities of meditation and movement and all these different ways, right? We have 
energy healing, and, and, and different systems that are now available to us, scalar technologies and so forth. All of these things ignite these, these higher levels of, of source consciousness and, you know, technologies within us, right? So we begin and, and we ignite this journey. But, you know, we can look no further than our physical bodies oftentimes because one of the ways in which is actually extremely challenging but from, from a logistical standpoint is very, you know, when you look at it sort of just as it is, quite easy, is begin to purify the body. Begin to really focus on what am I putting into my physical body? Because everything is energy programmed. Everything is energy. And everything is energy that's been programmed to different degrees. You know, and that's been, you know, constructed in different sort of systems of... of of, um, yeah, different systems of, of constructed energy, right? There are, there are massive energy domains, consciousness domains, and then there are more simplistic energy and consciousness domains. So within our physical body, within our physical tissues, are, are the imprints, right? It holds the imprints of, of our emotional body imprints, our mental body imprints, you know, um, even our spirit body imprints, they're held within the physical tissues. And so for us to be able to, to access those and to ignite those and to make that transition from carbon-based to crystalline in a more efficient way, because we are divine supercomputers. We are the, like, this massive, beautiful, organic source technology that holds the original source seed light and sound codes. And without going on too much of a riff, I'll just side note it to say all the AI technology that exists within this planet and, and largely in the planetary systems around us are all trying to mimic the divine technology that we are. And so they're, they're, you know, they're finding ways to, to attempt to, to mimic and clone that. And yet nearly impossible because the original organic technology of the source seed is, you know, is something that... Um, is found within all organic systems of creation, but very uniquely templated and created through the, the, the human template, which makes us an extremely interesting species of, of, of intelligence, of pure source intelligence that you know, so many beings you know, are highly focused on wanting to, to, um, to, to know, to manipulate. Okay, so decided noting that. All right, coming back. So here we are and we're physical. And so what are we putting in? What, what are we, you know, one way we can really start that's an easy and approachable way is what are we putting into our physical bodies? You know, the more we, we purify and cleanse our, our physical bodies, the more we're creating a faster processing speed and a, and a greater access to, to reaching those those imprints that were organically placed within our blueprint to, to experience and play out. And, and we, can, we can release them, right? We can create an alchemy within. But what, what humanity has, has largely sort of um, perhaps diluted in their awareness is how much unnecessary stuff, energy, programs are we ingesting constantly and all these systems of energy that we're bringing in, whether it's things we're listening to, 
things we're watching, things we're eating, things we're drinking. All of these things are, are inundating our physical temple with programs. And if our physical temple has to spend all of its life force energy just moving through those programs that we're constantly inundating it with, then it's, it, those programs come before we can go down to, the, to, to that, that place of the, the, the predetermined programs, right? The predetermined programs of, you know, that we're, we're trying to, to, to process and release so that we can become more crystalline. So in other words, what are we eating? What are we drinking? What are we eating through our ears? What are we eating through our eyes? You know, all these types of things are, are participating in, the, in our processing speed of, of incension, if you will. Um, so I'll pause there for a moment because I know that was quite a bit of, of info to flow in. Yeah. And all very important info. Um, I'm glad you also paused because I I did mention at the uh, the beginning here that I didn't want to be the uh, the only one to to get the chance to uh, to ask questions. I can feel within me just a few being inspired to to expand on what you've uh, what you've opened up here. Um, in specifically around uh, purification, um, I'm going to trust that the questions that are meant to be asked and answered are going to be inspired through other beings, not just me, because I, I do want to give everyone else a shot to to ask any that are, are booming for them. Uh, so with that, actually, I'm going to start to to close the um, the podcast episode uh, format because the, the Q&A segment is exclusive for, for those of us here live. Um, but I do want to thank you just before we jump into the, uh, the Q and a towards the end here, Brooklyn, I, I do want to thank you for, for everything that you've opened up for us here. Um, you know what? Yeah. You know, I think this time I'm going to also include in the, uh, the recording here, the, um, what comes after this. So typically we would end the, um, the conversation there for what gets posted on the replay, but I feel there's a, there's a few more pieces that are important for us to address. And I have a feeling some of it's going to come through here when uh, we have some others ask the questions. So I do want to also preface with that. Um, be uh, be mindful for, for those of you that are asking questions. The uh, This is a recording that is going to be posted on our on our podcast. Uh, so we're going to we're going to say that if you're, you're choosing to ask a question, you're, you're also consenting to that as well. Um, so let's let's open it up. Uh, I already see a hand up. I think it's. You know what? I'm gonna let you introduce yourself in case I get the name wrong. Um, it might be Mar Marie. Mayor. Mayor. Mayor, you're you're up. Oh. Can you hear me? We're hearing you now. Okay. Wow, that was it added so much clarity to the whole picture. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I have a specific question. So um, in the last few weeks, I've been watching certain one or two Netflix shows with my girls Um in the form of there's a lot of disclosure in it. Okay. Um, 
I'm aware of that, totally aware. How easy is it to be with this and have the intention of transmuting whatever whatever you can? How easy is that? Or am I kidding myself? Whatever. That's yeah. the question. Okay. I love it because one of the key ingredients in our ability to create cellular and cellular alchemy, right? Which just to side note what that is like to create deep lasting evolution and change within our soul's experience, within ourselves experience is the ingredient of trust. And, and, and way in the way in which we can come into greater trust is to come into a place of identifying with ourselves in any given, you know, experience or intention of creating alchemy as you shared, right? So you you enter into it as with the intention, perhaps in this case of, you know, I desire to transmute this, you know, whatever it is right within myself. Maybe it's, I desire to transmute, um, uh, uh, a, a limiting belief system that I have long participated in. So, you know, drop into your heart center, right? That's, that's a great starting point there. Drop into the heart center, feel into who, who's at the helm, who's at the, you know, the directing of, of this intention right now. Is it a myriad of, 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 you know, fractals of myself or parts of myself that are, are already setting me up for failure of alchemy by, by saying, you know, oh, you're making this up. I'm not trusting, you know, so call them in, call all of them into the party, right? Call them in and expand them, expand your alchemical heart light out. So you're dropping into your heart. You're dropping into the present moment. You're identifying with yourself as, as the witnessing presence, right? as you know as an infinite eternal being as your highest self any and all of those so here i am and i'm ex and i'm dropping in my heart and i'm taking this intention of i choose here and now to transmute all layers and levels of this self-limiting belief that i'm now in awareness of <clears throat> and part of that the layers and levels of that are the critics and, and the parts, you know, of the thinking mind that came into even into this question, right? How do I know if I make, you know, how do I know if it's actually happening or is it that easy? It is that easy. And when we as source believe in it and we trust that and we celebrate it and, you know, and we, we use our breath and we call in the light and we drop into our heart and we expand it and we make that choice to no longer participate in that, then that's exactly what's taking place. And it's not always like, bing, there it is. Sometimes as we have put that intention in and we're expanding the light out and we're, we, then we start to realize, oh my gosh, this program is, this program is programmed in lots of different layers and levels of my, this is going to take a little bit of time for this to unweave, to reprogram. So I'm going to just trust that, you know, that this is taking place and to power it up and create more potency and a more efficiency in the melting way of the program. I'm going to bring myself back every now and then to the intention of what it is that I'm dissolving, right? Knowing and I'm going to use my breath and I'm going to use my presence and I'm going to use the internal light I am and I'm going to shine it and I'm going to trust that even though it may show up, 
It's not showing up because I wasn't effective in my, you know, my intention and my abilities of alchemizing it. It's showing up because of my intention and my effect, you know, how effective I am. Because now I'm witnessing it and I'm witnessing how it's dissolving. And I'm going to continue until it's, it's a faint essence within my existence here. So, so we trust and we show up and, you know, it's just like sometimes when we have a stain in our clothing, Sometimes it's one squirt of whatever we use, baking soda, and one little scrub of water, and voila. But sometimes that stain's been there for a while, and it's made its way into all different layers of that fabric. We have to come back to it. We have to come back to it. And is this to say that what we did the first time that we went to wash the stain was, was pointless or not effective? Nope. It's that that stain runs so deep, and it's programmed within that fabric so deeply that it takes our patience and our devotion and our love for ourselves and our trust in ourselves to come back to that stain. And sometimes we'll add in some different practices or elixirs to it, right? But trust and show up. Trust and show up for ourselves, right? And know that some things are, are, are a quick and easy alchemical system and some things are more in-depth. But 100% you are source. And when you put yourself into your intention, you know, magicals and miracles take place. And I can say this because I practice it daily. And, you know, in some systems, again, you know, it takes deeper trust. And others, you know, it's, it's, it's quite easy to navigate through. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for the question. Love you. Thank you for your question, Mir, for being here. Thank you, Brian. We have another hand up here from a dear friend. Stephen, brother, you're up. All right. <clears throat> Thank you, Brian, for holding this space and everything that you've shared, Brooklyn. So this is kind of two questions, and I'm sure they're related. Um, I'm very aware of Dr. Uh, Emoto and his work with water and how it can be programmed. And uh, Peter Gaiaev, which is a scientist who was showing how cells in uh, our bodies can be programmed with sound. And so the, the two questions is, one is how important and what is the role of water and in, in purif purifying the body and two, um, because I have a question with food, but I feel like not very many people talk about the effects of the music we're listening to and, and the videos we're watching and, and the, and the people who are around us and whatever they're, if, they, if you're in an environment where they're constantly yelling and cussing and fighting, to what degree does that have in programming our water or, or, um, infecting our bodies? Thank you. Okay. I was like, oh, how do I unmute? Um, yeah, brilliant question. So yes, water plays a, a very significant role. And as you, I think you're, you know, you've brought in so many different facets to its expression and participation in the programming of our, of our cells and our DNA and, and, and all of our systems, really. So 
Yes, all of those things impact. All of those things are constantly, you know, impacting and rewriting and reprogramming our energetic fields. So what we listen to, um, you know, what we're watching through our ocular technology, through our eyes, you know, what we're breathing in, what, you know, who we're, you know, and so it could be listening to like, um, you know, like Mary saying on Netflix, it could be listening to through, um, you know, uh, music. It could be listening to conversations and people that are in our spaces that, you know, are bringing forth um, both, both positive and negative. So all of these different ways of ingestion are coming in and interfacing our, our own unique hologram, our system of physical, mental, emotional, and spirit body complexes, right? They're, they're influencing it and they're going into the different tissues and, and the water, as we know, we're over 70% water, is playing a huge, huge role of facilitation. It, 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 it runs through as our blood, right? So it's, it's the highways and it's the byways, but it's also um, supportive of holding, you know, the cellular structure and participating in the cellular structure. So, um, so absolutely, uh, the water is a high vibrational, malleable, unified source consciousness that awaits programming that awaits intel to come in so the more that we can position ourselves and place ourselves in environments you know to, to the best of our ability in environments where we're surrounded by frequencies you know of the highest source intentions and in nature and expressions right of of love and unity and, and one great way to do that is go out in nature because nature innately is that nature and, and you know the elements are they, they they don't have to try at being pure unity pure love pure grace pure um you know peace etc etc they are right so that's one great way that we can go out and just kind of clear and cleanse and reset our field go ground go swimming go you know hug a tree go climb a mountain go you know spend some time and embracing that um and then we can also really um, work to create alchemy through water by programming our water. So, you know, similarly, you bring up Dr. Emoto and, and Peter Gaia, they talk about how, you know, how easily influenced and programmed, you know, water can be. So we, we can, there's certain things that maybe are less, you know, we're less capable of, of offsetting. Like for instance, if we're in a work environment and we know we're being called to remain in this work environment, you know, but we have different people around us that we're interfacing and albeit we as the invitation, you know, are creating more light and invitation for them to, you know, to ignite through our own practices and our own way of showing up, you know, that they still have an ability to, to impact, you know, our, our field and our water. So we can do things to assist us in maintaining a certain vibrational bandwidth and frequency. We can program our water. So, you know, prior to, you know, making this tea, right? Or not prior to, but upon making this tea, you know, I, I program the water. I give gratitude and thanks to, you know, to all the beings, to the elements, to source, you know, sending blessings and love and gratitude. I put my, place my hands over it and I conduit certain frequencies, certain high vibrational frequencies, you know, to bring this into the highest expression, the highest igniting of my divine blueprint of here and now in accordance to the highest divine law and order. But you can put specific intentions, allowing this water to, you know, hold an immaculate frequency of love, you know, 
even in, the, in, in an environment of, of the greatest steps of polarity, whatever it is, the water awaits, right? We don't, you know, and it can be, it's nice to do it in the water or tea or whatever it is that we're ingesting, but we can also do it by breathing and meditating and connecting with our cellular water, right? And resetting it and communicating with it. So there's so many different ways that we can participate um, in alchemy, physical alchemy through just expanding our, you know, our bandwidth of consciousness to recognize what is the makeup of my physical body? It's made of all the elements, right? And, and, and how can I, you know, participate with it more consciously in this way? Did you have a question also about food that didn't tie into how this was brought through? Um, no, I think I was wanting to, to ask more about that specifically because I feel like food is generally, we have an idea of what is in the highest and best for our physical bodies with food, but, um, wanted to touch more on the other things. So yeah, that was perfect. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. And I, I wish we had like three more hours together. Um, or maybe even more because there's so many downloads and so much thing that's so many um, awarenesses that have come through regarding food and nutrition and you know and how um, things are being created within like biological engineering and GMOs and all these different you know there's just so many things so you know when we're talking about incending through the physical body you know, what we put into our physical body is of the utmost um, expression of, of supportive, you know, supportive nature to our, to our process of, of awakening um, and, and, and sending, right? And, and what, so what we put into it, what we choose not to put into it, this, this is a really um, important part of, of, the, of our journeys here. And I think we're coming into a greater and greater and greater system of energy and participation that's flowing in right now to, to heighten this. I mean, we, a lot of us have this knowing, right? We've had it, you know, I've, I was a chef for 20 something years and then became a holistic health coach and worked with different people with, you know, with food and, and, and different things of this nature. So I have like, you know, a lot of us have an intellectual foundation and understanding or understanding of, of this. And then, but, you know, somehow we get carried off, you know, and, and it becomes a little bit diluted or we maybe, you know, have just gone through these different pockets of, you know, ebb and flow and the participation of it. And now it's coming back into, you know, greater awareness and greater participation of just how profound um, it is when we bring a, a level and a system of purification and cleansliness and, but in the, and through the, 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 the flow of love self-love and through the intention of you know of resurrecting and embodying our highest expression of, of you know of our highest source self right of, of our monadic template versus a lot of the ways that this information has been brought forth and shared with us through society through teachings through science etc has been more riddled in punishment frequencies or you know deprivation frequencies punishment frequencies diets and you know so there's so much there. Um, I wish I could just send it all telepathically in a transmission. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you just did. <laughs> uh, firstly, I just want to thank Stephen for 
for raising your hand and, and showing up to, to ask the question that was on your heart. Um, because right there, I, I kind of felt, you know, some of what I was referring to earlier of, um, I feel like we need to go a little bit deeper here. Did, uh, did get expanded on um, in response to your question, Stephen. So thank you for, for that, brother, and for, for being here, of course. Um, I too wish we uh, we had another three hours with you, um, <laughs> but I'm just going to take that to possibly mean that we're going to have you back because there's a reason that we've uh, we've reoccurringly invited you on to, well, I've reoccurringly invited you on to to the podcast and to to speak at the events that we've been taking have been taking place in our community Brooklyn and it's because well as I think this experience was a test to um yeah it's always a enlightening time with with you so um, I want to thank you for for sharing for for being for um setting such a great example and with that, um, if there's, I know there's also one hand up, but um, we are going to bring in, in respects to, to Brooklyn's time and everyone's time here, uh, we are going to begin to bring things to a close. Uh, however, I'm going to guess that there is going to be a way to perhaps contact or um, reach out to Brooklyn directly if uh, being, it, it might be of interest to, to work with her. Um, so I'm going to leave it to you to, to share how someone may connect with you if they were looking to either just learn more from you or perhaps work with you. Yeah, thank you for that invitation. <clears throat> so there, there are lots of different ways in which we can connect and co-create and expand together. Um, one thing that I'm really kind of jazzed about is a new offering that's just come through called the Portal of Alchemy. And it's a membership portal. And within a month, um, within each week, there are seven different opportunities throughout the, uh, the course of any uh, five Monday through Friday to connect both in practices that, to assist in you know, different mudras and mantras that have been downloaded and come through some um, the Sophia Christos Collective and um, bring through resurrectional codexes and ways in which all that kind of came through in this um, conversation today and, and like, for instance, when the question of um, that was brought through too of like, how, you know, how do I participate in transmuting? How do I participate in incending? You know, things like this. These are different practices and ways, but there's also community connection. There's a, a live Q&A that's going to take place every week um, uh, platform. So opportunities upon opportunities for expansion and cellular and cellular growth and um, so, so that's one way. And so there are 28 live connection points um, or connection fields every single month um, in that membership. And that goes live on September 11th. And then um, we can work one-on-one -on -one if that's something you like more uh, privacy and connection and one-on-one. -on -one. There's an opportunity to connect in session one-on-one. -on -one. And really it's just, um, you know, an opportunity to bring forth anything that you desire to participate in or, um, you know, um, expand within uh, in terms of your, your incension, your path of incension, your path of growth, your any level and layer of participation of life really it doesn't even have to be around ascension, although oftentimes it is. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then there's and there are always new courses and things that are that are flowing through and coming out. So, yeah. Thank you for for sharing those offerings and for anyone that's with us live. Uh, if you take a look at the chat, um, Harlan, 
I posted the uh, the links to, to both of those opportunities for you there. Um, and I do encourage you, if you are feeling called, inspired to, to learn more from this beautiful being, to, to check them out. Um, Brooklyn, I want to thank you one more time for, for being here. Um, thank you. Thank you. So much fun. Love you and loved our time together. And yeah, thank you. Senders, that is going to be all for my conversation with Brooklyn Rain. I hope that you enjoyed it and I trust that it was able to support you in the remembrance that we're not here to ascend out of the body. We're here to incend within it because there's a vast potential found within us and we are in this significant time in human history where the vessel, the human body is becoming ready to hold higher states of consciousness and through practices like purifying the body, nurturing it, we're able to activate our crystalline potential in this process of incension and embodying heaven on earth. And if you are ready to do this alongside a like-minded and like-hearted community of Ascenders, well, that's exactly what we're doing in the Ascend Academy. The Ascend Academy, we are coming together to ascend together. And now some of this is taking place for these Awaken episodes where we're going to have these conversations with the guests we have on this show, as well as open things up to have the community ask their questions as well. No longer going to be the only one asking them. So if you're interested and feeling called to attend and be a part of one of these experiences, I invite you to head on over to the Academy's community platform so that you can stay connected with the community and be kept in the loop of all of the gatherings that we have taking place. If you're interested, you can head on over to academy.togetherweascend.com to do so. And lastly, Ascenders, before you go, I'd love to hear from you. If you're listening to this on a platform like Spotify or YouTube that has a comment section, leave me one and let me know what you thought about the episode and what came up for you. And if you've enjoyed the episode or have been listening in and have been enjoying the show, I'm asking that you take a quick moment to review the show on whatever platform you're listening to this on. This really supports us in growing the show and getting up those podcast charts and getting it out to more people in our intention of assisting in collective ascension. With that being said, Ascenders, that's going to be all for this episode of Awaken. Thank you for listening and for being here with us on this planet at this time, in this moment of our ascension. And until next time, keep ascending. <laughs>